Hello and welcome. I'm Heidi Albertieri from the Lifestyle Edit. Thank you for joining us for another Rosé Friday where we take the afternoon off to have creative conversations over a cheeky glass of rosé. So go grab your rosé while I introduce you to today's wonderful guest. Hello everyone. Welcome. I'm Heidi from the Lifestyle Edit. Thanks for joining us. Whether you're listening via our podcast on Spotify or you're tuning in live today for Rosé Friday. Rosé Friday is a segment where we take the afternoon off to have creative conversations over a glass of rosé. And we've got an awesome guest today. Um, If you are into colour, if you are into design, if you're into lifestyle um, and styling, well, we have a guest for you. Her name is Wendy Rennie. She is the colour stylist... um, working for Hames Paints. I can see she's just getting on now. She's a regular um, expert on choosing colour and trend forecasting for colour in the design and lifestyle industry. And today we get her all to ourselves for at least 30 minutes to ask her all our questions on colour and trends and things. I'm drinking my printy rosé today so you can jump onto printhewines.com.au to check them out it's a cold climate wine which is very perfect for the weather we're having let's see if wendy's ready to join us she's joined can i see her let's see if we can do this hello wendy oh my goodness we're just going to give wendy a second to um jump back in so if you're into property styling i can see a couple of you are jumping on if you're a stylist interior designer wendy is the you know the guru of paints and color um every year hames paints do a color trend forecast and it's one of my favorite times of the year Uh, the color forecasts that they produce are exceptional they're next level the styling is impeccable the interiors products that they use are amazing and the the houses that they shoot in are even more extraordinary um i'm just waiting for wendy to jump back in let's just see where she is let's um try and get her back in um so if you are interested in the hames color forecast you can check them out at their website which is hamespaints.com.au here she is i made it Ah, oh, thank goodness. I was just I'm feeling talking. quite proud. <laughs> it's so um every every week there's a new issue. There's a new issue. Are you there? Can you still see me? Yes, I can see you and uh, yeah, I think can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. It's all good to go. We've got people jumping on, which is exciting. Cheers. Great. Happy Rose Friday. I may have tasted it already. Is that all right? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Not too far in. <laughs> I know we always say it's a good thing we've got a bit of rosé. It takes the, the, like the edge off just before we yeah. jump on, a, on the thing. So we've got heaps of people joining us, which is super exciting. Okay. Um, I've just praised, you know, you and your job and your company, Hames Paints, oh, that you, you work for. Um, and, you know, as you know, it's one of my favourite Australian brands. So I'm chuffed to have you here. Um so if anyone is watching and they have questions for Wendy, you've got her for half an hour, so jump on and ask a question. Hopefully we can help you out. But right. um, are, you, you, are you ready? We've got 20 questions. Yeah, I'm ready to go. All right. <laughs> so Hayes Paints is a pretty special brand. We know it's family-owned, and I just watched their video before, and I teared up. I get so sentimental about family businesses that are so strong. I just love it. But... 
tell us, you know, in your words, the philosophy behind, you know, Haynes Paints and, and their business. Look, I think it's all based on family. Um, and the main thing for me is how authentic the brand is. So, yeah. you know, particularly in that video and your reaction, that's exactly how the family is. Um, yeah. I knew David Haynes personally before, you know, he passed, which was very, a huge big deal. Yeah. Um, Tim Haynes from the Haynes family has been sort of my direct line manager for a long time. But as the company's grown, that's, that's moved. But there's a real direct connection with the Haynes family and their employees, as well as them wanting to connect with other families. So, yeah, yeah it's a really authentic brand. You know, it's truly made in Australia um, and truly family-owned. So, yeah, fourth generation. Yeah, it's pretty going. amazing. And just the videos of the, the where the products are um, made and created just yeah. looks uh, amazing. Absolutely. Ballarat, uh, where it's based, is um, that's the head office and, you know, they've got a lot of land there, which is really lovely. I always like going up there, well, when I was down in Melbourne, because I just get very distracted by little bunnies jumping around. <laughs> but, you know, everyone's based in the same area. They've yeah. got their um, store. Um, they're growing so much. This is split over a couple of um, locations in Ballarat as well. Yeah. And then it's a real national brand too now, which is really exciting. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um Okay, your role at Hames is a colour and concept manager. What is What does that mean? Explain that to us. <laughs> uh, I think in the words of David Hames, it was colour puffery. He likes to, <laughs> likes to call it. But um, look, I've been with them for probably over 12 years now and um, really it's all about developing a colour offer that really um, resonates with the market and what's happening, mm -hmm. um, particularly, you know, with lifestyle and how people yes. are reacting to that. And then it's also not only about what the colour range specifically is and working to, to bring that to life, but also how we educate people how to use it um, in their own yes. homes and also how we can collaborate with designers um, and uh, specifiers to sort of bring their own projects to life. So it's sort of got quite a lot of um, elements to it. Yeah, it's amazing. We've got a lot of painters joining us. I can see they're all jumping yeah. on. So if you have any questions, guys, just let us know. So... <laughs> Obviously, one of the biggest things I know you for um, is your amazing colour trend forecasts that you do, which are next level. Um, and the way that you you create the forecast, you, you develop the colours, you look at the trends and you dive into all that. What's the process like and how long does that take to develop? Look, it takes, um, if you're making brand new colour, it can take up to two years because you have to actually do that through the lab. Um, it's not something that I just sort of can, you know, make in sample pots. It has to be something that can, you know, be a formula that can be re um, recreated. Yeah. Um, and, you know, before COVID, we were very lucky. We were able to um, actually branch out and travel over to Milan and a few of the trade shows, which was just um, incredible yeah. um, and it literally would get to the point where you know you'd take your fan deck over there and be slapping it around on some other colours that you're really interested in because you wanted to get it spot on and make sure that you know any gaps that we had that we could see were coming through yeah. we were covering yeah um, uh, one major thing I mean it was even longer than two years was sort of our artisan range where yeah. you know we were over there and we could see textures was going to become huge so we actually redesigned and redeveloped palettes and um materials and textures to kind yeah. of interpret that and bring them to life in the market now which is yeah so it's a long process yeah um, but it's, um you know it's really really fun and we have to look at the other industries as well we can't just sort of keep singularly just about color we need to look at you know all surfaces and, and what they're bringing to market as well yeah true yeah because it crosses over doesn't they all have to talk to each other so much. yeah yeah so um 
obviously when you get to the shoot, all the all the good the hard work's done, isn't it? So the shoot is just about you know creating the fantasy of what people can create, and that's endless of what people can do with paint color. Absolutely, and we're only really trying to show sort of a, I guess, a gateway into how they might want to interpret it. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's the rule by any by any means at all. Um, and you know, I know designers particularly cringe at the word trend, but we're really just yeah. sort of trying to highlight those colours that are coming through in the market yeah. and how you might want to use them. So yeah, um, that's the exciting bit, and we work with a great team. So you know, it's not just um, us. We have. Uh, Ruth and um, yeah. Tina that's a great team that we work with all the time so yeah. photography and stylist and then we've got a great in-house designer who um, does a lot of work behind the scenes and then the colour team itself and yeah so it's yeah. really it's great. It's never great a one-man job is it? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> now um, you, you touched on trends there which was interesting because I was when I was writing it before I was like I'm, I don't like to use the word trend but actually when it comes to colours I guess you know, there is a trend, you know, we definitely see it's like the ebb and flow of, yeah. of the way things come in and in and out. Um, what makes a trend? Well, I think it's more, yeah, it's not just about the fact that, you know, everyone loves pink, it, it's what's behind that. So mm. it's the lifestyle that, um, you know, particularly in COVID, we've found in the last couple of years, how important colour is, yeah. um, and how, um, I guess, you know, things that we were loving, probably are a little bit too stark and confronting um, because we've spent so much time at home. So things like greys and, and white even, um, mm. you know, if you're living in a white home 24-7, I think that's why colour is sort of coming more to the fore. Um, yeah. And and things that are, are more than white and, and a really great alternative and, and sort of mid-tones and pastels. And I think that's actually becoming more the norm instead of just the exception, which is really exciting. But it's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's, it's certainly more than just... Um, someone decided they liked pink one day um it's really just the slow sort of need for for something so yeah. you know whether it's um, tones that are more comforting or or colors that are more uplifting and I think that just sort of starts to to drill through so I think they're sort of made up of many facets but definitely a need um and particularly on sort of a psychological level as well yeah, definitely. And and especially, like you said, with what's going on at the moment, you know, that changes and pivot. You have to pivot so quickly. So, you know, we're even, you know, because we haven't been able to do shoots and things lately as well. So, you know, that's impacting how we can, you know, translate things really quickly as well. So there feels like there's been a gap in our, you know, business as well because we can't constantly churn out you know things that are because it's so quick normally but it just it feels like everything for us has just gone back to very calm yeah 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 but, um hopefully it will be opening up soon yeah hopefully <laughs> now um what what makes color like we touched on it a little bit there about feeling and stuff but what makes it so important in our lives what types of impact does it really have on our homes and our well-being well, I think, you know, um, it's definitely about your environment. So if you're in an environment that um, resonates with you and and gives you the, well, offers you the best or ultimate sort of environment that you need to be mm. motivated, productive, um, it's sort of intrinsic in, yeah. in terms of importance. Um, so it's a little bit like when you do a bit of house cleaning, if you've got you know, if you've decluttered or you've got the right colour that resonates with you and your lifestyle and your family, I think it's yeah. really, really important. Yeah, my, my um, husband, as you know, is a painter, which I'm very fortunate to have because as a stylist, yes. I get, um, I, I like to change colour a lot. So sometimes, well, we've been renovating a house, so I've had my fix here, but 
at home, if I, like, I might come home and decide one day that the whole house has to change colour. So I'm fortunate that I can save my husband. And I know that he's up for that. <laughs> he totally is up for that. Yes, you're right. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I think it is definitely um, really important to consider what that colour is going to, how it's going to make you feel. Yeah. Um, one thing that I've learned even just in the last couple of years is um, done a little bit of study on colour psychology. Um, and a lot of the presumptions that I made that I knew about colour, um, even though I went into the course thinking I knew it all, um, yeah. I didn't. And so, you know, there was a few sort of aha moments, things like a particular colour in our range called cloud break, which I just love, which is this gorgeous sort of, I don't know, sea cloudy blue. I, yeah. I don't know, it's hard to explain. Yeah. Um, I love it. But my husband just absolutely hated it. And his association <laughs> with that colour was so important because he associates it with hospital rooms. Oh, now, I wouldn't want him to, um, you know, have a bedroom in a colour that he associates with a hospital room. Yeah. But for me, it's something else. It's, some, you know, it's sort of dreamy and, and escapey. So, yeah. Yeah. So what advice have you got to give to people that um, are, like, repainting their homes? Because it is such a big part of the home. I know when we were doing Casita, where we used all Haynes paints, it was so, like, that was the transformation part of the house for me where I got to see you know, the, the paint go on the walls, but it's such a big job. I think Duke did the most work I've ever seen ever between the, you know, the ceilings and the floors and the architraves and all the paint and you've really got to dive into it. So what advice do you have for people taking on such a project? Where do you start? Apart from like, get yeah, the feeling. And yeah, get the feeling. Be. I think it's the idea that you can't sort of look at it um, as singular color. So you really want to consider what the overall feel is and then yeah. interpret that through your color and your materials and your textures so yeah. um, making sure that you know if it's something that you want that's earthy and organic then the white that you're picking you know has the right undertone with it and that yeah. will bring all those other pieces that you're bringing in together yeah. you don't want to have something that doesn't feel harmonious i think is one of my key yeah. um, go-to of explaining it um yeah. it doesn't really matter what the color scheme is but it, if it if it's sort of um yeah, can flow and create kind of, um, you know, a really nice continuity through the home. Um, yeah. It doesn't have to be matchy as such, but but relatable, I think, is really a nice way to approach it. Yeah. You mentioned before um, textures were coming through and that they were really big. What's some of the um, Haynes paints, colours, uh, texture paints that you have? And how can we use them? Look, yeah, sure. Well, we've got Render, which you probably know quite well, and Sand. I think yeah. Sand was the one that we've got on Stake Cedar. So that's just a really light texture, um, and it just gives sort of another dimension. Mm. We've got a beautiful um, soft chalk paint, which um, is extra matte, so it's almost like velvet. Um, and that one has a really beautiful um, quality where it sort of absorbs all the light, so it feels really still and calming, which I love. Um, and then we've got things like Mortar, which, um, you know, a lot of people don't know about but it's quite a natural paint and you can actually apply it to things like mud brick which is really beautiful oh. once again really matte just a low texture and it's really um got a gorgeous sort of full-on earthy um yeah. color range actually yeah one thing i've been loving about casita is that um we've gone for all the neutral sort of very calming colors but uh the paint on the walls we've used sand and then we've gone over that and 
watching people's reactions when they, you know, go to switch on a light and then they get a bit of the wall and then they feel it and then they walk into it and then they start exploring about, you know, the paint. And then it's like, it adds this whole new dimension of, you know, a white paint and what they're looking at. It's so beautiful. It can really soften, I think, yeah. some of the, um, the spaces as well if you bring that extra texture into it. Yeah, because of the way the light hits it at different times of the day as well. It's yeah. fantastic. Um, what I love about paints, one of the things I love about paints, because I do love them, is the colour deck, uh, you know, the, the fan deck, yep. and all yep. the colours that are in there, which as a stylist it's like heaven for me. The names that the paints are called, how, who comes up with the names and how do you choose a name for a paint? Look, um, some are very well thought out or yeah. depending on how many colours we have to name. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I think one example is we've got um, a new palette uh, which we brought to life called Unearthed, which was yeah. basically um, all of the colours are made from a trip that I did with the family for three months. So I swore I was going on my long service and I wasn't working. And then, of course, I took about a billion photos and how <laughs> could I not? Yeah. interpret that into a colour palette so all of those have sort of an Australian kind of name like gumleaf yeah. green um remote I think there's middle which is a gorgeous sort of rusty yeah. um you know brown tone that sort of thing yeah and then others you know like our natural series sometimes we just like to think of I guess um the lab doesn't have the same approach they like <laughs> to sort of you know have have the if it's gray it might be light gray or dark gray but you know um as a creative I like to think of how it might feel in the space. So we've got, you know, colour names like Dream and things like that. So Yeah, nice. That's a, I, I'd love a job like that. That would be amazing. Um, yeah. What colour trends are you seeing now? Like very earthy, are we still staying with that? Well, you mentioned pastels as well. Yeah, I think, you know, that every, I mean, there's always a skew on, on all of it. We're talking yeah. sort of about three kind of different um, colourways. There's sort of this... Um, I guess, and it's kind of a reaction to COVID, I would say this kind of escapism palette, which we call um, Clearview. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of suited to people like myself who I've relocated and run away to the beach yeah. um, recently this year. Um, and that's your blues and your greens um, and your greys, but they're warmer, um, yeah. those sorts of tones. Then we've got that kind of new Mediterranean style, which I think sort of talks to sort of steak, cedar and those sorts of colours, really earthy, yeah. textural um, yeah. and just beautiful um, kind of the nude tones as well as the white. Um, yeah. The white's sort of a really beautiful bone kind of white. It's um, it's not white as we know it. Um, yeah. And then the, the other one is, is always, there's always a rogue one I like to call it, um, called Game Changer, which actually when we were putting it together, I was like, oh, there's always this palette that you've got to kind of deal with and you don't know how to bring it into home. But I think that for me is actually one of the strongest ones. Um, okay. And it's because it is all these sort of, I guess a good way of explaining it is optimistic pastels. So they're sort of really um, less grey, a lot clearer, um, yeah. and they're fun. And, you know, yeah. who wouldn't want to put them in through your house and bring some joy in and, and a yeah. little bit of um, less taking it so seriously, have some fun with it. I think yeah. that's really key. And that might have been a lesson we've all learned. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing. You know, um, I have a lot of people writing to me on Instagram asking me questions about the house and stuff, and they're like, but we just want to paint it white. And it's like, yeah, there's so many directions you can go with that. So just open up and take yeah. a little bit more in and yeah. really dive into that and just explore because you can still have calm but really, you know, simple. You don't have to. Yeah, um, 
so as a creative, obviously you've always got ideas. I, I don't switch off. I'm, I'm assuming you're a little yeah. bit the same. How, um, what keeps you up at night? You know, what's your creative process like? What happens? Do you get ideas in the middle of the night and they're like, okay, I've got to write that down. What's it like? I think so. I mean, I do find that my most creative ideas is when I do stop. So, um, yeah. and I do my other, my other um, kind of thing that I love to do is I've always painted and have done for about, I don't know, ever since I was a kid. So okay. um, I get kind of colour ideas from that as well. So, um, yeah, and it's all sort of drawn from the environment around me, I would say. That's nice. And you've moved to the beach, so you've got all those sort of tones yeah. that are just beautiful. So <laughs> yeah. um, for all the painters and decorators and people that are watching, if they want to work with Hames, what's the best way to go about, you know, working with Hames and, and their paints? Yeah, sure. Well, look, we have a lot of local stores, so you can get, get us through there, the HBS stores, Hames Paint Shop stores. Yep. Um, we have local sort of um, business area managers for our painters who are looking at sort of um, striking up a relationship and getting looked after that way. Yep. Um, we have a great team in Service Express who you can get all the time, and they're so knowledgeable. I often apologise for dumb questions going through them. Yeah. Um, I think we were got specialists. Yeah, you've got all the specialists as well. So, yeah. you know, we've got like, for example, we say Wendy Colour, we've got Wendy Woodcare, we've got, um, you know, people by name and, and everybody's happy and accessible to talk to you. Yeah. Um, so there's really no one that's off limit. We've got a great product team who just, you know, with their knowledge that they have, it's just incredible. So um, I guess the best thing to do if it's just a start-up inquiry is either to go to your local store or if you want to talk directly to one of our specialists, Yep. Um, come through our service express um yep. look that look that up and um and then just start your journey with us because you know it's it's usually quite a personal one um yeah. and and everyone's super accessible and loves what they do i think yeah well as i said duke is a painter so has been working with paint forever and now he's converted to Ames. he's obsessed so yes he told me that <laughs> did he <laughs> He's, um, he, he said it was screaming, I think. <laughs> yeah, he's, um, he's a walking advertisement. It's fantastic. Um, okay, what's one colour or product that we're, you know, that often gets overlooked that we should be paying more attention to? Is there something that we all just go, oh, not interested, but we should have a little deeper look at? I think the artisan range for me is the, the one. Um, yeah. Sometimes people, and, and our trades guys, in all fairness to them, um, can put that in the too hard basket. But I think okay. you can bring that in, in a subtle way, like you've done with the sand. You don't yeah. have to be really out there. Um, it can just add that sort of extra um, complexity to a scheme and make it seem more sophisticated. Yeah, yeah. beautiful. My husband's just jumped on and he's just the best brand of paint out there. <laughs> he's just jumping. I'm not reading that. I'm just trying to make sure I've got, you know, I'm not off camera. He's <laughs> wandering around. He's a, he's, a bit, he's a bit of a fangirl, my husband. All right, I think yeah, that's oh. all the questions I've got. What would you be doing if okay. you were working with paint? Would you be an artist somewhere? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I always had that joke, even with... Um, Tim Hames, I'm like, you know, one day I'll run off and be a, a full-blown hippie and just paint by the sea. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Um, I think, you know, it's um, there's enough creative stuff going on that, um, yeah. and a great team. And I think the, the collaboration and the team is, is really a key yeah. part of it too. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> Duke's got a fangirl as well. Um, okay. okay, is there anything we... Conversation I know, on. it's hilarious. Um, what's the, what's the colour pick for 2022, do you think? 
Oh, uh, it's really hard to say. Um, <laughs> oh. I, I, yeah, I mean, we've done yellow, we've done pink, who knows? We've also done, I don't know, it just comes and goes. There's been a real um, love of green lately over yes. blue, I would say. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I'll have to keep you posted on that one. There you go. When's the next colour forecast due out? Um well basically august next year so you okay. know we're still we're still talking about the, this one at the moment yeah <laughs> okay yeah yeah all right well, but, I, but i think you know the key will be that there will be um warmer warmer neutrals is a real yeah. thing um and and i'm not talking creams but those really beautiful bone tones and things yeah. like that so it'll be interesting to see where that heads as well well, we're seeing that come through in the design work we're producing as well for our clients. Um, a yeah. lot of that greens that you were talking about and almost the the eucalyptus colours and the blue, you know, those blues, really just very calm and subtle, uh, which yeah. are a nice little addition for colour for people who are too scared to go one direction but, you know, don't want to be white. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Well, love. I love chatting with you. I can talk about paint. Till the cows come home. Yeah. Now, what am I meant to do with this bottle of rosé? I've still got quite a bit left, you know. Well, I think you should turn the camera <laughs> off and um, look at that ocean and just um, be inspired with a glass of rosé and send me the painting when you're finished. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Thanks for joining, right. Wendy. As I said to everyone, hamespaints.com.au and you can follow them on Instagram as well if you need anything there. Uh, colour forecaster on the website if you need some inspiration they are a great source and thank you so much for joining us i hope i get to see you one day in the yeah. near future yeah i know hopefully we'll get to catch up again heidi yeah um now dumb question technical one do you just switch me off or do i have to switch you off and then you can disappear <laughs> all right <laughs> thanks cool. Wendy. enjoy thanks thanks bye. everyone thank you bye thanks everyone bye.